like you doing rattling around this big house? Well, I assure you, I'm married to a man, a human one. One. What's it been? Oh, I don't think that was ever in question. We just don't know what to expect. All right, folks, welcome back to a brand new episode of Words from Blurred. Words. I am Jay, and by my um internet side as always is my co-host uh adu how's it going adu? yeah what's up what's up um second episode of 2020 another yes, review it is. yes it is i mean 2021 my god i gotta get on Ooh. the habit of saying 2021 i can't buy me man we're what only like two weeks in yeah but that whole extra one is just another it's just an extra bit you you don't feel like saying because it's so easy to just say 2020 you know yeah Man, you know, the thing about 2020 is that it was kind of a drought in terms of uh, Marvel Studios content. Yeah. Well, entertainment as a whole, but also, like, specifically Marvel Studios uh, content. Yeah, yeah. We were originally slated to have Black Widow lead us into that year, then WandaVision, then Falcon Winter Soldier, and I think the year was supposed to end with The Eternals. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, Corona happened, and everything got moved out of theaters, or moved back, and uh, now you know, we finally uh, Marvel Studios is back with a brand new Disney Plus original series with their very first, not a brand new, a very oh, yeah, yeah, very their first. very first original series. My God, for Marvel anyway, uh, WandaVision. Yeah. Um. So. This How'd show, you feel about it? Um, this, I mean, I feel like this should just be a spoiler warning because this, this oh, review, yeah. I mean, there's not much to tell in this review because there's not much in terms of overall plot. But um, so far, it's interesting. Um, they're clearly going back to the, well, they're going through an era of television. So I think we're starting with what? I am Lucy. And then we're going, we're kind of, travel to episode two which is kind of the bewitched episode what was that Honda yes dear are you using your powers to turn on the light yes dear allow me sweetheart What do you see? Only your lovely rose bushes. That's all? Are you using your night vision vision? I assure you, my love, I see nothing amiss. You have absolutely no reason to be- No! You were saying? And um, I think for what they're doing, it's very interesting. I know that um, I mean, clearly this takes place, and I, I'm going to assume this takes place in Wanda's mind because it's no, I mean, she she's, is the queen of manipulating reality. So I would imagine that whatever's happening in her brain or whatever, someone's attacked her. Someone 
somewhere has done something to her brain. And I'm guessing she's working with some agency because clearly we hear in this, I guess maybe once or twice in these first two episodes, Wanda, who has done this to you? Who is doing this to you? Wanda. Wanda. Who's doing this to you, Wanda? Wanda. 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 And um, I know who, I know that voice. Do you know that voice? Who's saying that? Uh, no, I have no idea. Uh, let's see. First, Ant Man. It was the um the agent from Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, a- Asian dude. I think it was Agent Park. Is that his name? I think so. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I, definitely, I know who definitely you're the talking Asian about. guy. Yeah, definitely the Asian guy. Oh, are you, um, are you sure that's him? Yeah, Jimmy Wu is his name. Agent Wu. Okay. Randall Park is his name. Is the actor's name. Randall Park. Oh, that was him. Thing is, yeah, that was him. I could definitely tell because he has a certain way he says things, which is unique. And I'm like, that that's that guy. Like at first, it kind of sounded kind of generic. It could be anybody, but then I kind of really listened to him. Like, oh yeah, that's definitely uh, Agent Wu. Okay, and he's a he was a Fed, so okay. He was yeah, he's with the FBI. So clearly, you know, whatever happened, the government was involved in. I mean, so maybe Wanda came in to help them, or they came in to help Wanda. But it's very clear that she's have she's going through some type of manic episode of some kind, and I guess she's going through her history of watching television. I'm actually going to assume that because she's from Sokovia, and you know how in third world countries and or in other countries, period. The television that we have here doesn't get to them till like decades later. Okay, I, I mean, I, I love Lucy and Bewitched and uh, fucking Leave It to Beaver. I mean, those are those are some mad old. old shows. I mean, they're old, but like, like in Sokovia, that poor. But like in parts of Cuba, when you think about parts of Cuba today, shows from the seventies are still just getting to them. Mm-hmm. You know, like even as even though it's far back super far back for us and i'm get and i'm thinking because wanda was born in the 80s or supposedly born in the 80s like things like i am lucy and um the witch leave the beaver that was things in her childhood you know that was becoming uh-huh. popular even though had time had clearly passed so we're going through things she's seen throughout her her childhood so um or and even into adulthood in sokovia um okay. But I mean that's just a theory I have. But overall, it's it's an interesting first two episodes. They don't really lend much to to overall narrative. Yeah, you know what this uh, the show reminds me of right uh, so far. Don't you say Legion? Oh no no not Legion. Although I I do see how someone could say Legion actually now that you mention it. But um, it actually it reminds me a lot of uh, Lovecraft Country. Does it? In in that it's it. It doesn't hold your hand to begin with, you know. It just it puts you in the middle of the world, and you're like, you know, it doesn't it doesn't reveal everything at first, and you just you just along for the ride. And hey, you know, you just gotta wait and hold back. You, you're gonna get answers to your questions soon, but it might take a minute. But if you're willing to, and you're willing to like wait and you know stick with the show for a minute you'll find out what's going on. And I have to say the show for me personally, 
I do want to know what's going on. I mean, I don't particularly like care for, you know, the, 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 the lineup of TV land, you know, and that, I'm I not the biggest fan the, of those shows. Biggest, that's the biggest hurdle going into it, I think. Yeah. Because this being a show, a brand new show for Marvel, you know, something fans have been clamoring for. Mm-hmm. You know, Marvel is something that's been happening on a daily, I mean, not on a yearly basis. And 2020 was without without that, you know, that fixed press. And so for us to, as fans, to go into WandaVision with these kind of throwback TV show episodes within a series... Um, I definitely don't think it's the right approach. I mean, I get, I get it, I guess, going back to a certain era, but it's not captivating. You know, it doesn't like grasp my attention. And Mm. so that's what I think is like the biggest problem with the show so far is that starting with these two episodes, I'm not really invested in in what's happening. I mean, I can clearly see there's an inkling of little things with the color and all this and that, but so far, I'm not heavily invested. I but it's see- Marvel, so you know you just generally trust them. Yeah, I could see why uh, someone would feel that way because the show, for the most part, at least for the first two episodes, is played about like ninety percent straight. Like it's legit. Like like it's legit a sitcom out of the fifties or sixties or something. And right. Then- Every now and then, like maybe for a minute in the episode, it's like, oh, there's something that's hinting towards, okay, something weird is going on. Yeah, like what was it, like a, a red and yellow helicopter that was in the bushes? Yeah, and it had the the the, the sword logo on it. Did it? Oh, you didn't notice? Is that what that was? Yeah, oh, that's what that was, bro. Wow. That was the that was the sword logo. Same thing with um the the end scene of the first episode. You remember that guy was watching the TV? Yeah. That sword logo on his journal. You you remember he was writing in something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Wow. Obviously, sword is connected to this show in some way. Right. Yeah. Well, sword is clearly has been established by Nick Fury as we saw in what was yeah. that? Uh Captain Far Marvel. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, Far From Home. Yeah, far from home. So yeah, clearly there's some type of uh, there's some type of agency or whatever in space that is being headed up by Nick Fury. So maybe maybe Agent Wu got a promotion would or eventually show itself. Yeah, maybe maybe Agent Wu got a promotion or something. Yeah, that's very possible. He got promoted. That's sword. very possible because it, um, it's obvious that they're gonna show up in this show because their their logo is popping up all over the first two episodes. And then we got Monica Rambeau's daughter. Yeah. Or Another, a connection Rambeau? to... Uh, no, it's it's Monica Rambeau. That's in the show or that's her daughter? No, that's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. It's Monica Rambeau. You got Monica Rambeau on the show. I mean, okay, but let's be clear here. I mean, although it's, it's not um, quite captivating, the performances by Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen are spot on for Top the eras. Notch. Like especially stick. Yeah, especially uh, Elizabeth Olsen. No, I would say especially uh, Paul Bettany. He played. He, he goes from having no body as Jarvis, then what? Being in two was it two two movies? He was in two uh, movies: Age of Ultron, Civil War. Oh, three movies, and Infinity War. Infinity War. Yeah, he was in three movies. You know, he didn't have much dialogue in all three, but. He goes from that kind of being this kind of new being 
to discovering what it means to be human and and kind of embrace humanity because that's kind of the opposite of what Ultron had planned for him. But he goes from that to kind of playing the slapstick comedy husband and and it's really showing a range I didn't know I didn't think I would see in Paul Bettany. Like we don't really get to see Paul Bettany period that often, but we when we do it's not really in a, a comedic role. Yeah, man. Uh, I I like Vision as a character, and that's always been one of my one of my biggest issues with Marvel. Is certain characters, they introduced them, but they didn't really get a lot of development. You know, Wanda, uh, Vision, <laughs> to even a, a lesser extent, uh, uh, Wanda's brother. Oh my God, uh, uh, Pietro. Yeah, Pietro. Um, you know, so but now with these shows, we can get some more development as far as like there because scarlet witch and vision is like a, a serious like big romantic relationship in the comics yeah i mean although it, again doesn't make any sense how they're why they are together you know but they are together in the comic books and they are a power couple that's just just a fact in the in marvel comics so besides the two great performances we've get we're getting so far out of paul bedney um and Elizabeth Olsen. I want to point out Catherine Hahn. Oh my God, she 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 could legitimately be an actress that they just plucked out of I Love Lucy and just put into the show. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. She definitely has that has those kind of fifty-ish mannerisms, and she and sixties-ish man. Yeah, she does. Um, she does a great job, and you get the sense that something's not quite right with her character, or at least yeah. I do. Yeah, no, same, same. Like, there's, like, like she keeps talking about her man. And happy yep. and helpful. Yep, she keeps talking about her man Ralph, even though we've net we we have yet to see him. Don't know who the hell Ralph is, but she keeps talking about him. Yeah, she's always like around to help. It's like, hmm, you know, what's going on here exactly? Yeah, so I I, I think that whoever she is, and she and it, it's also to point out. Because clearly Wanda and Vision jump from uh, one show to another in between episodes, right? So we started with I Love Lucy, and then we transition to Bewitched. Or to this kind of their version of Bewitched and I Love Lucy. There's one specific cast, right, for the I Love Lucy. And then there's kind of one specific cast for um, the Bewitched. But Catherine Hahn seems to be in both episodes in both different series that's why i think um i think she's she's probably the the cause of what's ever happening to Wanda. well there was uh visions one co-worker that showed up in both episodes did he yeah he did actually two of his co-workers there was the short guy who i th- pretty sure is like indian or something like that i don't know and there was that other guy who kind of looks like ross from friends with the mustache yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Both of those Smart guys face. showed up in both episodes. Okay, so maybe they're all in it together with um, Catherine yeah. Hahn's character, but I mean, clearly they're they're both. Those two guys are like small potatoes compared to Catherine Hahn. So I'm curious to see um, what's going on there. Also, if this is in your theory, is that it's Wanda's like mind. Why? Why isn't like? Because we're getting scenes that aren't from Wanda's point of view, like things are happening independently of Wanda in this show. 
like we get scenes with a vision at work you know we get scenes with the there's that scene with Catherine Hahn interacting with the mailman in the second episode right you know mm-hmm. the scene with Viz at uh you know hanging with the boys like we're seeing things happen independent of Wanda so maybe maybe yeah. even though it's happening like it could still be a, fe- a dream it doesn't have to necessarily be from her perspective because in as you know in our dreams we see multitude of things not necessarily all happening to us like she could be witnessing a murder and it'd still be a dream it's just a dream she actually dreamt about a murder that's true that's true but oh. it, it, you're right it does raise the question why is it happening independently of, of Wanda if this is in her dream I'm thinking another theory here that maybe someone found Vision's body. You know, after the snapping. Oh yeah, because the big, the biggest, one of the biggest questions here is, uh, how is Viz alive? Like, what happened to his body? And clearly, we know that whatever activated Wanda's mutant gene, or whatever they want to say, whatever gave her her powers, is is basically what brought Vision to life. It was uh yeah the mind stone, right. So that being said, way, she's which by the way, uh, I noticed Vision has the mind stone in this show. Right, right. Even though the stones so, were destroyed in end in uh yeah in Endgame. So it could be that she is um she created her own, her like she whatever residue uh power she may have gotten from the stone. She might have been kidnapped to take that residue energy and bring vision to life. It might be kind of a reversing of of energies like kind of scenario, and that'd be interesting. It'd be why they have no way in getting in contact with Wanda, and she's in the state that she's in. Um, but yeah, this is this is it's an interesting show. I'm not wholeheartedly invested in these two episodes. They're okay introducing the concept i suppose of what's going on but um i more so look forward to what's happening um after we kind of get out of this um sitcom realm that wanda and vision are in did you um do you have any theories on those commercials well one definitely was um clear i, I think they were no they were both tied to hydra weren't they well no the first one the toaster okay so here's no, that was theory. stark I have, yeah, I have a theory about the first one, because if you remember in the MCU, in Age of Ultron, when they introduced Wanda and uh, Pietro, you remember their backstory, their parents were killed by a Stark industry bomb. Yeah. And if you recall, uh, going back to the commercial, the toaster, it was like beeping and there was a red light and, you know, Stark Industries, it was a Stark Industries toaster. So I was thinking maybe... Uh, toaster is supposed to be like a reference to maybe maybe those two people oh. were her parents. Maybe the toaster is supposed to represent the bomb. That's interesting. That is a good. Um, that is wow. That's I didn't think about that. But you're right. That, that those could be her parents, and that could be. What if her parents worked for Hydra? Oh. Hmm. That's why the bomb, the Stark bomb, was used to kill them. Not not being aware of, of you know, that they that kids were around, you know, mm-hmm. but it could it could be that they were very much um, Hydra agents. 
you know, or at least her dad or her mom was one or both. Yeah, because like, how did Strucker even like come across them? You know. Wow. And speaking. Wow, of- I didn't even think about that. Blew your mind, didn't it? It definitely blew my mind. And but also, of- oh yeah, go ahead. I just want to point out in the real world, in the real world, um, missiles don't have brand names on them. Bombs <laughs> don't have brand names on them. They're just sold with serial numbers because whatever government, you know, whatever government agency is using them, or even um, private agency, they spray paint it and put their own logos on it. So yeah. I just want to put that out there. That part is unrealistic, and they are tying too much. Uh, too much shit to the Stark family. They kind of are, aren't they? But you know, hey, you know, Stark's kind of had the hands and you know weaponry and machines and all that. So too many I mean, talks. it makes sense. His dad had a contract with the U.S. government, right? So you know, I mean, his dad worked basically. I guess was an independent partner to Shield because remember, yeah, in a in um, a Agent Carter and all that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, T- Howard has his. Had his hands in a lot of pots, and it is really um, coming back to bite our heroes in the ass. Oh yeah, for sure. Now that uh, that second commercial though was a lot more uh, blatant Direct. and and yeah, le- very very much so less subtle. Uh, it was a commercial for a watch, uh, Strucker brand watch with the Hydra logo on it. Yeah, Hydra's got time for you. Now. Do you think this means that Hydra is going to be returning? Mm. Or is it just a little Easter egg? Um, I don't know. I feel like they died out too quickly. You know, I feel like they definitely um, gave themselves up. Like Marvel wrote them in and out too quickly. Although, if you watched like they Agents just of gave Shield, themselves up with Civil War. Yeah. Although, if you watched Agents nope, of Shield, I have you know, not, and they, I refuse. they it's a good I don't know why you don't want to give it a shot. It's 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 genuinely a good show. Whatever. But I'm just saying they did pop up uh more often in that show. You know, the whole cut off two head, you cut off one head, two heads grow and all that. But yeah, man. Um I really I really I I like the show. Um how do you feel about Disney doing something different from um what other streaming services seem to do with the original series and they did this with mandalorian but it seems like they're sticking with episodes being like about you know around 30 minutes long because usually usually they do usually uh streaming services they'll have them be like an hour yeah yeah like 40 something minutes at the least yeah but Disney's got their own thing going, and I wish them well. It sounds like you don't like it. I don't. <laughs> I mean, that, that's not obvious. No, I dislike it very much. So I like long-form narrative storytelling, but I also like it in a longer time span than 30 minutes. I don't mind I it, actually. Like I don't mind it because it leaves you wanting more. And honestly, let's let's be real here. With with WandaVision, don't you think if it was like an hour of like, you know, well, first of all, for WandaVision, it, it fits because, you know, for the most part, they're kind of sort of playing it straight like it's an actual, you know, 
sitcom out of the 50s, and those were obviously half an hour. But also on top of that, I don't think, I think if they did hour-long episodes of this portion of the show, it might wear on the audience. I suppose there's some uh, fact in that, I suppose. So like, yeah, but I, I love that it has you wanting more, and I'm, I'm. I mean, I, but I, I feel like the wanting next. more part is is waiting week to week. It doesn't have to be cut down the storytelling. I mean, listen, Marvel's Kevin Feige has even said that WandaVision will not. It, only the first few episodes will be in that thirty to thirty something minute time frame. The rest will be like forty or fifty something odd minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. Which. I, it's great. I guess they're just trying to tee it up to starting short, making us confused as fuck about what we're watching. And also, then, no, like, 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 you know, keeping to the whole sitcom feel to it, too. Right. Because if it was an hour-long sitcom, that's, that, that never happened. That wasn't a thing in the day. So, I guess with that, I, I understand it. Yeah. But I'm also glad that they will not keep this whole series to that 30-minute block. Cause it'd be it, it's like about five or so minutes of actual credits for this for this show. Have you you pay attention to that? It's about five or so actual minutes mm-hmm. of credits. Th- those were like uh, movie style credits too. Yeah, so it's not even the twenty like thirty minutes. It's about 24, 22 odd minutes per episode so far. Yeah, I mean it's clear that a lot of work went into this show. Like Kevin Feige very clearly is a fan of like the Nick at night lineup back in the day. Cause like the, the way, even the way like the shots matched old, old ass, like 50s, 60s sitcoms and shit. Like they, they just clear attention to detail here, you know, the sets and even the way the cameras. And if you notice the, the camera angles don't change until like, you know, as outside of the sitcom, feel until like something weird happens. Right. Do you have any theories about the beekeeper? Nah. No. Okay. That I do not. Okay. That was that was super. I weird. don't have any theory whatsoever. That yeah, she just said nope and rewound everything back and see and then that, everything started turning into color. That implies is so is Wanda somewhat conscious of what's happening? Maybe, because clearly she has some effect on the world, right? If she was able to do that, I uh, I don't know. Also, can but I just say I, I, fi- I mean it was then the reason that go on. Oh yeah, can I just say like I love that this is I I believe this is like the first Marvel property that we've actually been able to like speculate and like have theories about. I'm pretty sure this is the first time this has happened with a Marvel property. You're, I would As, say you're probably right. I can't say you're wrong because, yeah, when have we had time to really like theorize in between episodes and then mm-hmm. we haven't? And, or when have they ever had like this is a new mysteries inside like a show and like what what the what order of movie and like like what the fuck is going on here? You know. I think Marvel's really going. They're really trying to, to, I guess, test and see, see what they haven't done, which I thoroughly appreciate because the same old formula was going to die out at some point. 
Mm-hmm. It just it was getting a little played out, especially teeing up to everything that happened in the end game. My God. But Kevin, I mean, Marvel announced 11 movies and 12 TV shows to do. 12 TV shows, 11 movies. That's a lot of projects. Yes, you know what that means? That could, that could very well mean that every week we have a Marvel something. Like maybe not this year, but starting maybe next year. She Hulk, Moon Knight. We don't uh, miss Marvel. We have Eternals possibly coming out end of this year, but it might be pushed to next year. We've got Doctor Strange currently filming. We've got Spider Man Three currently filming. I mean, my guy, the next few years could literally be a new Marvel property every week. Mm. I can't wait. Hey, yo, I'm. I mean. One thing but you know will, about but will, me, but will that oversaturate the market? The market? Uh, will that be too much Marvel? Hmm. Well, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no because we're we're in what phase four, right? Yeah, that's what we want to call it. Phase four, very. It appears to be like outside of like Winter Soldier and Falcon. Phase four looks like it's going to be the weird phase where they just get really like experimental with shit. I'm down for it. I'm down because I'm tired of this. I, like I said, just now I'm tired. I am so tired of the same old formula. Like, give me something different. Not everything has to be a fucking comedy. Not everything has to be a fucking comedy. Oh, but can we just acknowledge really quickly? I know we're talking about WandaVision. But can we just acknowledge really quickly that Deadpool 3 is happening? It will be rated R and will be in the MCU. Can yeah. We yeah, that's oh, I can't wait for that, man. I cannot wait for that. It's gonna be that's gonna be something to look at. Like that, that and that was the biggest that was always the biggest question mark with with um Fox purchasing um I mean Disney purchasing Fox. Will Deadpool no longer be R rated? Will he be in the MCU or not? I don't know why y'all was even questioning that. They're the Disney look, Disney, sure, you know, they like to keep up an image, but you know what? They're not dumb. They know Deadpool makes money with that R rating. Deadpool, I be, is it still the highest grossing R-rated film of all time? I think it might be, as well it's, as its sequel. Yeah, they're not gonna fuck around with that. Like, come on now. They they understand. I was never worried about it. Possibly not being R rated anymore. Like, do you, I didn't do you remember when? Do you remember when the highest grossing R rated movie was Ted? <laughs> oh shit! Well, I liked I liked Ted, although it's been. A Wouldn't long that be time. something if fucking Seth MacFarlane directed a Deadpool movie? Ugh, I'm not sure if I want that. <laughs> Give take away what he did with um, One Thousand Ways to Die in the West. A, a million. Or, a million. a million. Good God, too many. Yeah, one I, too many. I I didn't like that movie very much. No one did. No one did. That's why he stopped directing after that. But what if he took what he knew was successful with Ted? Of course, Ryan Reynolds, you know, adds his own two cents or whatever, because it's essentially his baby now. And fucking created the best R-rated superhero comedy you've ever seen in your life. Like, some directors... Don't always bat a 10 every time. But, yeah. but 
Seth McFarlane very well could bounce back with a Deadpool movie. Regardless, we're, we're, forget all that. We're talking about fucking WandaVision. Um, what is your overall rating for these first two episodes, Badu? Uh, a very intrigued three and a half out of five. Ooh, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to join you on that one. That's a good, it's a solid three and a half uh, for me as well. I mean, it's enough that, like I said, I'm not totally invested, but I'm like, I know Marvel. I know they know their brand, and I'm pretty sure that they have the confidence of the general movie going public. So I trust them to see what they do with their television show, their, their very first television show that's under the Marvel Studios banner. I can't wait for next Friday. So clearly they're doing something right. So where can they find you, man? Oh, uh, yes. You can find me on Twitter at Handsome Geek. Spelled how it sounds. Find me on Instagram at One Handsome Geek. One word, all of it. Um, find me on PSN at Mystery on 97. And where can they follow you, Adu? Twitter, IG, at Adu underscore man. That is 1A2Ds1O underscore M-A-N. You can follow me at PSN at Admant. That is 1A2Ds M-A-N-T. Follow the show, Words from Words. Spell how it sounds. Anyway, you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, etc., etc., etc. Follow us on Twitch, Streams from Words. Uh, we'll probably be streaming uh, the uh, the Scott Pilgrim game soon. Also streaming Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, as well as uh, I don't know Fall Guys and whatever else, other all kinds of games and whatnot. Any last words? Um, I think Marvel and DC are finally starting to catch their groove. Um, Wonder Woman aside, of course. Um, I think that they know the world of streaming is definitely a home for them and their characters and I am extremely intrigued to see at least for for this where Marvel goes from here with uh, Falcon Winter Soldier and Loki which I think are the only other two series that, are, that have filmed so far um, I look forward to seeing Black Widow Eternals, and I hope Marvel. I hope this year opens up some doors that have been that were closed last year, um, so that the kind of the movie theater or the movie industry and the entertainment industry as a whole can get back on its feet. Because right now the entertainment industry is stuck in the house or out of a job, and that needs to change. Mm-hmm. God damn, damn it. it again. I had it on silent that time. I don't know why it's, it's still went okay. off. It's all right. Do you have any closing words? Silent. Any closing any closing God. remarks for this um, review? Yeah, between you know Marvel and Disney, you know, rolling out all this Marvel stuff for 2021 and HBO Max hitting us with the 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 double, you know, movies and theaters and movies going to streaming at the same time. I feel like it's gonna be a very interesting year for entertainment in 2021. Yeah, yeah. Well, we look forward to seeing how it goes uh, moving forward. All right, that's the show where the blurs, we just gave you some words that you heard. Make sure you tell your friends, tell your family, 
to follow us on all the platforms that do mentioned, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, everything. Google us. We are there if you look hard enough. That's the show. That's it. Peace. Black Lives Matter. Yeah.